Hey everybody, Joe McCall, how you doing? I am actually at the Malaga airport in Spain, heading home. I'm looking forward to seeing my family. I miss them. So I don't know if you've ever heard a podcast from somebody walking through the airport. I started my recording just a minute ago, but this huge, loud speaker right next to me started blaring something about luggage in Spanish. But anyway, uh, man, it was a great event. Really, really awesome. So many things I wanted to share with you guys, just from stuff that we taught, stuff that we learned. I'll have to get to it later. I should have kept notes. Um, You know, it's important when you go to these events, you write down all your notes. But more than that, you write down, okay, these are all cool things that I learned, but what are the one or two things I need to do in the next couple days just to make some forward progress? to take some action and uh, it's easy to get a little overwhelmed when you learn all this awesome stuff and you get all these great ideas and what do you do where do you start so you just got to break it down into one or two simple things I know when I go to big mastermind events I uh, or conferences I really take a lot of notes but I think the more that I go to the less notes that I take for one simple reason I'm just always looking for like what's the next one or two things that I need to do in my business to make more money to be more successful and that helps a lot right the other thing I was going to tell you guys is sometimes you see a great idea one of the things we talked about at this event was creating multiple streams of income. I'm tired. (laughs) I only had uh, two hours of sleep last night. We went to, everybody went to this restaurant on the beach. There was probably 45 of us total at this workshop. And a bunch of us went to the beach, but there was like a shuttle, big two or three shuttles that took us. It's not like you can just leave whenever you want. So we were there till 1230, 1230 at night, and then came back, and I just could not sleep, wasn't tired, it's about, it's 1230 at midnight, that's what time in St. Louis, 6 o'clock, so I just was not tired, and then all the people that stayed, I left with the early group, like 1230 was early, right, (laughs) I'm getting old, so left with the early group, and then the late group got in, and they all decided at 3 a.m. that they're going to go swimming. And the pool is right next to my room. There's an indoor pool and an outdoor pool. But anyway, so I'm not able to sleep. I decided if you can't beat them, join them, right? <clears throat> so I was up till about 4 a.m. Got a couple hours of sleep. I'm ready to go. Just drank some orange juice. I'm trying to decide whether I should drink coffee or not. One of the worst things that you can do when you're flying is drink coffee. you got to just drink a ton of water or else you're going to be completely jet-lagged and you're going to feel horrible. So I think I'm going to avoid coffee today. 
got a bottle of water here. I'm just going to drink a lot of water. I tell you, I did that on the way here, right? It was a total travel time of about 16 hours. And because I drank so much water, um, I did. I really felt good. Or how about I say this? <laughs> After that long a flight, I did not feel bad. Of course, it did help to fly first class. We flew first class here, and I got to lay down flat on the airplane from JFK Airport in New York all the way to Spain, which is amazing. In fact, I'm, I don't know if I told you this or not. I woke up twice while I was sleeping with just thinking, I can't believe I'm laying down flat on an airplane right now. It's the craziest thing. So anyway, I, I'm trying to see if I can upgrade. I'm going to have to see if I can upgrade when I get to Paris. I haven't decided yet. I think I will. <clears throat> but anyway, I was going to tell you multiple streams of income, right? We were talking about multiple streams of income. And the cool thing about doing deals in the UK, this is for my American audience, they do what's called assisted sales. And it's a lot easier for people who are not licensed agents or estate agents or realtors it's easier in the United Kingdom for people who are not licensed agents to do, to help people sell their house and get reach, you know, to sell it for retail. And they use special contracts for that, but it's not like you have to be licensed. So they talked a lot about different strategies, which was awesome on how to do deals. To do cash deals, you know, when you buy them at a discount, they call it below market value deals, BMVs. They have. BMVs and they have lease options. Then they have assisted sales. And then there is a strategy called oh tenant let, let uh, letting a tenant assist ah, I forget. Basically it's the wholesaling lease options strategy where you get it under a lease option and then you sell or assign the contract to a tenant buyer. So we talked about four different strategies. So the other things we were talking about was interesting was what are some other streams of income that you can do? We had a guy there who was talking about Amazon. He actually sells things on Amazon, makes about twenty dollars to $40,000 a month. And all he does, he lives in England, he travels, goes to, around England, he goes to different discount stores, buys a bunch of stuff at big discounts, and sells them on Amazon for a profit. He doesn't even ship them though, he sends them to Amazon somewhere. And then that's about half of his business. The other half of his business, he sources products from China and he sends them from China to Amazon and Amazon ships them for him. But it was cool, so we, people were interested in that. And then I started talking about land. I did a kind of an impromptu presentation. Wasn't planning on it, didn't have any slides. I just showed them how we're doing our land deals right now. I think it's in the last three months since we started. We have done, uh, we flipped a couple land deals, sold them, and we have about eight under contract. Total profit of all those deals right now. And we're in the middle of selling six of the eight that we have under contract, and there's issues with access getting onto the property. We've had a ton of people call us and tell us they want it, but for some reason there's this gate that is in the way, and we've had to get the the police involved to help us remove the gate. But anyway, so our total profit on these deals after doing it just three months is going to be about $24,000 just flipping land. 
we so I talked about that and the cool thing was they were super excited about it and it was interesting because if you're looking for a strategy if you're in Europe or anywhere outside of the United States and you want to do deals virtually uh, you know I've not been doing the land for very long but it's it's an awesome awesome strategy and I might even say it's easier to flip land virtually than it is uh, houses and so what's interesting um, for land you don't have to well, we send blind offers I think you might have heard me talk about this before we just send blind offers at 15 cents on the dollar we find out what the properties similar properties are actively listed for our goal is to sell them for half of that so if a similar five acre lot in a certain county is selling for six thousand I mean uh, yeah six thousand dollars no, better example, $12,000. Our goal is to sell it for $6,000. When we get a, a similar five-acre lot, we're going to sell it for $6,000, which means we need to buy it for $1,500, $2,000. So that's what we do. We just make offers at $0.15 cents on the dollar, one five, And we send out probably for every two to 300 that we send offers like that to the owners of these lots, these vacant lots. We get one accepted. So you're looking at spending two to three hundred dollars in marketing per deal, and you're making at the low end because you're only dealing with five-acre lots and biggers. You're looking at the low end of making four grand, right? Three to four grand, and we're selling them to investors. Sometimes we're selling them to preppers. Sometimes we sell them to people who just want a place where they can take their family with their RV camp. Sometimes people are looking for a place they can take their ATVs or four-wheelers just ride other people sometimes are looking for places where they can grow pot and uh, live off the grid and have a solar power energy farm grow chickens be organic and hug trees All that stuff right so there's a bunch of people that they say that there's a pig for every barn so we're selling these lots amazingly fast it's been pretty awesome so I talked about land, and people were actually really excited about it. It was pretty amazing. I showed them how we do it. It's Generally speaking, it's difficult to buy lists in England of sellers, and we take that for granted in the United States, how much awesome information is available online. So the um, when I showed them how easy it was to get these lists of landowners, uh, it was pretty cool. And then I showed them the letter that we send, they were excited about that and they realized wow you can do these deals and you don't have to really talk to any seller so when a seller does call it's it's because they're at least somewhat interested in your offer and um, there's really no selling or negotiating that's it and there's very very little competition which is really awesome so it's not like you have to drop everything you're doing to get a contract um, there's a lot more time involved so anyway it was cool. Um, Tom and I put together a coaching package and we sold that and um, signed up some people for coaching. We're looking forward to working with them. It's going to be awesome. And these guys are very interested in the land of business, learning what I do. But anyway, multiple streams of income. We talked even about how to offer consulting to sellers and buyers offer consulting to sellers who want to do a lease option on their house on their own 
um, selling a subscription, monthly subscription service. There's guys in England that are doing this, selling monthly subscription services to cash buyers who want to be on their preferred buyers list. And so these guys are for 97 bucks a month, you'll be the first one to get access to their deals. And they're signing people up left and right for that. So it's cool. We talked about a lot of different awesome things. It was a jam-packed two days. People loved it. We got great videos, testimonials from people. Everybody can't wait till the next one. So here's the thing. If you're interested in the next one, go check out our other podcast, remotepropertyflipping.com, or just go to iTunes, whatever your podcast player is, and go to look up Remote Property Flipping. It's a great podcast. Tom and I work on that. We're trying to do more regular episodes. Our schedules are sometimes difficult to coordinate. Um, so, but on there, if and when, rather when we do another one, we'll put the information on that website, but it's going to be awesome. We only can hold about 45 people, which I thought was a really good size. We were in this villa, which has, which this villa has about 10 rooms. So some people stayed at the villa, some people stayed at a hotel down the street a little bit. But there was a big enough open area where they brought in tables, projector, chairs, little sound system that could hold everybody pretty comfortably with a table, right? So it was nice. We um, had a blast, it was really awesome. Man, we, it was like first class the whole way, the whole time. There was, uh, we had really good food, we had, um, dinner actually practically just breakfast and lunch every morning was served from chefs that were brought chefs came to the house and served us breakfast and lunch and then one night we had a dinner for everybody it's just amazing really really good they had free drinks for everybody well they weren't free <laughs> somebody paid for those as in Joe and Tom but it was so awesome everybody just had a blast there's a big pool there two pools overlooking the mountains and the ocean. Um, so we're going to do it again. Here's the thing. We are definitely going to charge more money for it next time. We only charged, I think, 1,700 pounds. So whatever that is in dollars, it wasn't enough. We, it was awesome that we had so many cool people there. But I think, personally, for the value that we offered, we could have and should have charged a lot more, right? Um, it was pretty awesome. Basically, if, with... All the people that came, we pretty much broke even because that's how nice this facility was and you know, paying for everybody's food and drinks. But anyway, um, we're going to be doing it again, probably, hopefully in the fall, right? We'll see. Play it by ear. Do it again in the fall. And it's going to be a lot more. Maybe what we'll do is like not raise the... I mean, like maybe we'll have like a special lower price. Like if you sign up early... Save a bunch of money. We'll see. So I think you can probably hear that voice. I better get going. Take care, guys. Had fun in Spain. Any of you guys that are listening to this who are at the event, peace out. It was awesome. I had a lot of fun. I'm exhausted. I'm looking forward to getting caught up in my sleep. I'm looking forward to seeing my wife and my kids. Um, all right, guys. Take oh, you know what's funny? Um, the taxi driver that took me back to the airport. It's about 45-50 minute drive. Uh, he's from the Czech Republic. He lives real close to Prague and it was so cool. We were just talking. He had pretty good English. We were just talking about the Czech Republic, talking about Czech beers, 
talking about politics. It's funny. Uh, everybody wants to talk with Americans about politics, but we were talking about immigration. <laughs> uh, we talked about football, European football, soccer. It was really cool just to hang out with a guy from Prague, and I struggled to remember my Czech words and stuff, but it was it was cool. It was, it was fun to hang out with this guy. He was, he was, he was really, really funny. Uh, all right, guys. Naskladano. Naskladano means uh, goodbye in Czech. And I think you all know what adios means. That's.